Hello, and welcome back to the Soapbox Podcast. I'm Drew. And I'm Antonia. And we're here to update you on what you missed in the news this week. And take a few quizzes. Maybe even answer some of your questions. And hopefully entertain you for an hour. You read it? I'm so ready. All right, let's get this potty started. So how you been this week, buddy? How you been? How you been? I'm all right. Hanging in there. We haven't really sat down since, uh, since what, Tuesday? Is that when we re- released the last pod, I think? My life has been eaten by uh, about a video game on Tuesday, <laughs> on Monday. Monday? Yeah, and I've, I've just gone into a dark hole. Uh, well, let's 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 let the people know what it is. What what video oh, game are you playing oh, right now? I um I'm playing Assassin's Creed um, Origins. I bought Odyssey and Origins. It was on sale for spring this past weekend. All right, all right. And I think what's cool about that video game is that it is exactly what it says it is. It's Origins. It is the origin of Assassin's Creed. Oh, it's it's very very fascinating. Um, supposedly they bought on a whole bunch of archaeologists and Egyptologists. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, and uh, I they, vaguely remember that from like history class. I mean, I of course, of course, you know that there are archaeologists that study Egypt. You know, yeah. But um, it's become such a narrow field that there are Egypt egyptologists egyptologists yeah absolutely that's very fascinating and supposedly everything's to scale for the time frame that it's in and um uh it's just it's just really cool to learn about uh we'll revisit the egyptian old egyptian culture and um some things or uh, some myths and misnomers have been like dispelled over the years and i'm seeing it all again and it's just it's a really fun playthrough i recommend it to anyway yeah i i keep coming home and uh and finding you playing it so it, it must be pretty good it's pretty addictive <laughs> and i haven't even gotten to the dlc yet <laughs> oh well let's see here this week in my life um not really a whole lot's gone on um kind of looking for a new job which uh i don't think anybody from my work is gonna listen so i think we're probably we're probably good on that yeah if you are, if you work at, if you work where I work and you know me, um, yeah, I don't think it's that much of a secret anyway at this point. So, <laughs> I think all of us are kind of looking for a new yeah, jobs. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's my boss. That. My boss is looking for a new job. It, and well, sometimes uh, places like that get a little stagnant, and well, you know they didn't, they got to clean it out sometimes. And the problem here's the problem, you know, I'm all for like livable wage type of a situation you know uh not not paying people like seven dollars an hour eight dollars an hour but actually paying somebody something where they can live on that yeah that's great in concept Mm -hmm. but when you do that yeah and like especially by the end of 2019 the company i've worked for has pledged to uh up their bottom wage like the lowest anybody gets paid um to i think it's i can't remember if it's 14 or 15 dollars i've heard conflicting reports but it's either 14 or 15 dollars and so what they're doing now is they are cutting everybody's hours because they don't want anybody to actually hit 40 mm-hmm. uh, because that would mean that they have to pay that person a full-time uh, you know, benefits and all that in addition to already paying them more an hour than they want to pay. Yeah. And they're just cutting labor in general. So like whereas we used to maybe have like 100 hours per week per department. We yeah. now have like sixty hours per week per department. Like a sub, it's been like a substantial That's a big cut. Oh yeah, it's been. I was talking to our HR guy. It's been like a forty percent cut. That's crazy. It's been like a forty percent cut, like year over year, like what we would have mm-hmm. had last year. Yeah. Um. So what you know, and like I, I, I would love to make fifteen dollars an hour, honestly, but I would way rather love to make twelve dollars an hour and have the appropriate amount of, appropriate amount of hours. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. 
So it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. I'm all about a livable wage and I'm all about taking care of your people. But if you can't afford that, then don't yeah. do that because you're just going to end up hurting everybody. Sure. It's, it's just true. definitely weird. And it's, it's put a lot of stress. <laughs> it's put a lot of stress on everybody and it's put a lot of strain on everybody and people are, people are really. Well, I mean. Even though you only given out 60, 60 hours, you still got to get the all same 100, amount of work, all hundred of hours stuff done. Exactly, you know? so. exactly. It's the same amount of work. It's it's, I don't I don't know what we're gonna do. Quality's gonna go down. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, it's gonna be bad. No, the this, the the stories, <coughs> I've I've actually noticed the stories much dirtier. Oh yeah. Um. And, Already. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because nobody's like, listen, man, I, I, am I gonna pick up the store or am I gonna get my work done? Like, if I don't get yeah. my work done, I'm going to get screamed at. If I don't pick up the store, people are going to be, like, slightly annoyed. Yeah, true. So, you know? Walmart circa 2005. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's talk about some news. Um, you want to go first or me? Um, you can go first. I'll go first? Okay. Well, I think probably the big the big uh, political drop this week. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a politics guy, if you hadn't noticed. Um, I just find it fascinating, but the kind of the big, the big bomb this week was, uh, of course, Biden entering the race. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that is significant for a lot of reasons. Um, he's obviously got a huge advantage in that he was the vice president for eight years. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, uh, already got a lot of fans. He's got a lot of fans. He's, he's got a good personality. He's very charismatic. And I think what's interesting, uh, <coughs> that, uh, if you watch his video, which is, you know, they always release sort of like yeah. a, a platform video, like a, mm. a real short, uh, this is what I stand for kind of a thing. He doesn't talk about policy at all. Oh, yeah? What does he talk about? He just talks about the fact that we need to be uh, led into the future by like a steady hand type of a situation. And I'm like summarizing greatly. Yeah. But he, he doesn't get into like, like Elizabeth Warren like dropped her platform video and it was all about like, this issue and that issue and this this issue and that yeah. issue, and like that is not the way you're going to win this election because Trump is just going to come directly at you, the person. Yeah. And so Biden has has uh, entered the race as Biden the guy. Yeah. Biden the former vice president. Biden the steady hand. Biden the uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. But I, I think it's an interesting strategy, and I think it's I think it's ultimately whether it's Biden or whoever it is going to be the more successful strategy. Um, a, a lot of these younger folks mm -hmm. get so like, Beto is like so incredibly focused on like these three, four, five issues. Yeah, and he's a, he's a problem solver. Though. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, other than it's not very interesting. I like Beto, by the way. I like Beto as well, but it's not very interesting. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> people joke about America. You know, holding a popularity contest every four years, it kind of is. Like, oh, yeah, and in order sure. to be popular, you have to be interesting. And in order to be interesting, you can't get into the weeds on policy mm. unless someone asks you. If someone asks you, you have to be able to get into the weeds on policy. Otherwise, you look like an idiot. Yeah. But. Or sidestep. Like or or just Trump and yeah. just yell about how great it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't see that working again. I, I feel like, you know, we are very very much a pendulum. Mm -hmm. Where it swings one way and then it swings the other way. I feel like we're gonna we are going to elect somebody who we feel like is a steady hand, mm -hmm. which is not Trump, mm -hmm. and we're gonna elect somebody who we feel like is really smart and really well thought out, which yeah. is not Trump. Mm -hmm. Like I feel I feel like the pendulum is going to swing. Like if, if Trump if Trump loses, Trump may win, <coughs> but I feel like I feel like the next president who yeah. isn't Trump is gonna be the opposite of Trump. 
if that oh, makes yeah. any sense. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we might be, we might still be on the pendulum swing, you know, going. I think that so. Way, I think know? so. I mean, the, you know, you, you can't know until the actual election night happens. You can't, yeah. you can't know, and, and we know that because of last election. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we thought we knew, and we just didn't. We I mean, didn't. We didn't understand that pendulum swing like we thought we did. Is the middle is the middle of the country still still very much like Trump's land? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's so hard to tell in polls and stuff because a lot of a lot of Trump supporters don't poll very well. Yeah. They poll funny. Like uh, that's why the that's why the uh, polls were so skewed initially for the for the 2016 election. Yeah. Was because they the, you know the the Trump's base is not from what I understand this gets really into the weeds. But like Trump's base isn't people that are typically polled. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what ends up happening is you get really skewed poll results, not because they're bad polls. They're actually really good polls, typically. Yeah. But his base literally focuses on the the kind of people who don't get polled. Okay. That's what's, that's what's been explained to me. That's what I've read and heard on podcasts and stuff. So I don't know. I, I just feel like we can't know until it happens, and that's kind of what makes it interesting and exciting and that's what makes it fascinating to, to see guys like Biden jump into the race and try to – obstruct that pendulum swing yeah. or turn that pendulum swing around and swing it back the other direction. Um, I think he's really going to have to get after the uh, 18 to 30s, probably 18 to 35s. I don't know, man. I, I feel like 18 to 35 is already a pretty heavily Democratic uh, base. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, for the last election, I mean, I, I vote every every time. But, I mean, I, I talked to so many people that – we went to high school and college with that just refused to vote in people within our age group. Yeah. I mean, they just didn't care. They were like, there's no point, you know? I Um, mean, honestly, if the, if the entire country voted, I think it would be democratic every single time. Yeah. Uh, because I just feel like (laughs) the majority of those people who are like, yeah, I'm not going to vote. Like those people tend to be more liberal. Yeah. If you talk sure. to them, like if you talk to them uh, at work, and if you like, if you meet those people or our old friends and stuff like that, those people almost always tend to like. If someone's super conservative, mm-hmm. like you better believe that person's gonna go vote. Oh yeah, that, that's just well, they they believe in social responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I feel like in, encouraging voter participation is really gonna go a long yeah. way for the Democrats, and I don't know how you do that. Yeah, I like I don't know like a new way to do that. Other than we allow immigrants into your city, (laughs) other than you've got to convince people that you can actually change the country. You've got to convince people that you can actually repair what they see to be as a very broken system that doesn't care about them at all. You've got to convince people and people are they're not just hard to convince. I mean, people are really sure that it's so broken that it can't be helped. A lot Mm -hmm. of those people who don't vote. Yeah. So it's gonna. It's a tough task. It's a tough. It's a tough hill to, to scale. You've got to make people believe in, in not only like your ability to do it, but just you as a person. Yeah. They have to really like you and really believe in you. And I think that honestly, Joe Biden is the most likable candidate in a long time. I, he's I'd, very likable. I'd agree with that. Yeah. But do you think he has the charisma? I mean, I feel like he's got a pretty pretty decent springboard to jump off with being I mean, the president uh being the vice president under obama he's kind of like he he's been this for a while he's kind of like america's grandpa yeah like he's he's like that he's like that um cotton-haired yeah he's yeah. like that you know always kind of smiling he's got those like uh 
those crow's feet wrinkles that like come back and yeah, pearly whites. Yeah, nice yeah. big white veneers probably. Yeah, they're probably. <laughs> and like he's just he's or just the great. Best whitening job in the world, you know. I mean, who knows? When you're the vice president. When yeah, he's right. That's right. Anyway, who knows is the bottom line. And I, again, to echo my sentiments from last week, I feel like it's really fun to watch history happen. Like I feel like it's fun to see trends happening, and I feel like it's fun to see and to try to predict. What's if someone's going to win and how they're going to win, I just find that to be very fascinating. Okay. So, anyway, enough of that. Somebody's asleep right now, so we're going to move on to a bizarre story, I think, is what you've got. Oh, yeah. This this one. This one this one's pretty interesting. Australia, uh, the title of the article is Australia's Deadly Serious About Killing Millions of Cats. Um, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Australia is deadly serious about killing millions of cats, <laughs> and we're talking we're talking house cats. We're not talking big cats like bobcats or lions or I don't even know if there are lions down there. Like, I, I would just I would assume there's it bigger- is Australia, so there's got to be something nasty. Yeah, yeah. like something like ocelot sized. Yeah, you know. Um, but basically, the story is uh, house cats are are so are so bad in Australia right now that they are killing a lot of the wildlife in Australia, which is impressive because everything in Australia wants to kill you. Yep. Um, oh, it's ridiculous. Um, but they they actually uh, they thought that cats first got to the continent um, in like the 1700s or something like that. And they actually they, now they think it's uh, more a European blend from recent years. So uh, they think they came over um, when – the English brought over the first colonists. Uh, what they would do is they would put cats on their boats to help with the rats. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Na- I mean, natural. Yeah, totally. Um, but what they didn't predict was, well, when you land, you know, cats cats are cats, and they'll, they'll figure out a way. And right. basically, they spread all over Australia and – a very short amount of time, which is again impressive because they're has cats, you know. He's like fifteen to twenty pound cats, you know, probably a little little lighter than that because they're they're uh, feral cats and feral cats don't tend to get very fat. Yeah. Um, well, the one in the picture looks pretty big. It just it looks is. like a big cat, like not not uh, yeah. just like a big tom cat. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but like these people are sitting out um, sitting out sausage and kangaroo meat. And stuff like that. That's like to, the most Australian thing I've ever heard yeah, in my life. Um, to catch these cats, they'll poison. They'll poison the meat, and uh, people will sit outside on their porch and like shoot the cats and stuff like that. Because they apparently these cats just eat everything. Yeah, you know, um, it's it's really really bizarre. As as someone who has a cat, yeah, you know, I'm like, how could you do that? They're so cute, though. It's so intense, man. So intense. I mean, we've got a fair amount of strays in our neighborhood. Although I've only I've only seen the two lately. Good night. Do you see this picture where they're measuring this cat's teeth? Uh, this cat has teeth like a like a mountain lion. Maybe it just looks extra gnarly because it's like a close up of its teeth, but I don't yeah. feel like our cat has teeth like that. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I see it. Uh-huh. Gracious. Look at that thing, man. Do you have a good Australian accent? Um, 
not really. I don't hear it enough to have a, to develop yeah. a good one. I can only do it if I'm imitating an Australian thing that I've heard an Australian person say. I mean, like you're I have not, a, you you're know my talk- CVS story. You're not talking about like Crocodile Dundee. No, 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 no. Okay. Not, not the crazy Perth. That's I, I've I've learned that's Perth. Yeah, okay. That's Perth. Like, have you seen the um, How Ridiculous Guys mm-hmm. on YouTube? Oh yes, yes I have. Yeah. Those guys are from Perth, mm-hmm. and that's why they—that's why they talk like that. They talk like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Okay. And it's hysterical. <laughs> I love watching those guys. I watch every single one of their videos just because, like, their accents alone—they're good videos, also. Yeah. But their accents alone—I would just watch those guys. Like, I wish they had a podcast. I would just listen to those guys talk. Well, honestly. I, all right. I have a—I um, have somebody that comes into my restaurant all the time, and she is a Greenville Triumph fan. Okay. Um, her well, I guess her boyfriend is or something. She's from Australia. Her Australian accent is quite pleasant. It's yeah. it's just it's just a hint. It's very mild, know? yeah. Um a lot of the ones from bigger like cities, especially on I guess the East Coast. I don't know. She said she was from Melbourne. Okay. So like but like Sydney, Melbourne, like those places seem to have a very mild one. Perth, mm. which I'm not exactly sure where it is. I think it's on the west coast. I'm not I sure. Think it's the Isn't north it west? Side? I think it's north side, but oh. yeah, on the western side. Like the like new new Wales and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those like sort of more like uh obscure sounding stuff that you haven't heard of those are the places that have the crazy accent yeah seems to be good let's let's find out where Perth is i'm interested (laughs) but anyway i used to work with a girl who's from um australia and she she had a very mild accent as well and but it would come out whenever she would get frustrated it would Mm. get it would get more it would go worse it'd go up yeah 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 my uh my parents are that way I used to think it was really silly. I used to actually not like this the Australian accent, but I actually kind of like it now. It's it's grown on me over the years for okay. some reason. Come on, Google Maps. Just like give me <laughs> Where's a, Perth? Give me a big one. Give me a big map. <laughs> I love it when they I love it when the how ridiculous guys are talking about throwing something off of a high place or something like that and they're trying to they're trying to like I don't know, get a basketball on a basketball hoop. Like, off of this cliff or something? Yeah, you're right. Perth is on the west side. Is it? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. I, was, I thought I was right. I was thinking of, uh, I think I was thinking of Darwin. But they, um, <laughs> but they, uh, they're always they're always coining words for things. I mean, I guess they're probably they're not coining. It. It's just what they call various things in Australia. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, they're using the slang. Yeah, yeah. And he'll like he'll like chuck something off the side of this cliff, and he'll be like, "Ooh, that was a ripper." <laughs> Ooh, what a good ripper! <laughs> You're just like, I wish I talked like that. That sounds like fun. It's, that was way more fun than our slang. Our uh, slang is stupid. I I happen to like our slang. I, just, I don't. I just uh, it just I, our slang sounds so juvenile most of the time. Oh man, I I love. Ooh, to, those eyebrows are on fleek. Fleek. I thought the fleek was stupid. Dumb. I thought the fleek was dumb. We have a there's a salon called. Um, Nails on fleek or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw around, that around here. Yeah, it's like on stone somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I love cake. Uh, oh, like, she's, cake, she's caking on me. Yeah, yeah she's caking on me. Or uh, he's yeah. caking on yeah, her. Yeah, he's caking. Yeah. Yeah, I really like. For that those one. of you uh, in the audience that don't know what cake means, it means to uh, flirt with, um, to to, to talk to, sweetly with, to be sweet on someone. Yeah, to be sweet on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in, it's you in like between, like them. It's in between. It's in between talk and flirt. It's not a full flirt, it, right? I guess so. I don't. I don't. I. It's one of those things you, you don't explain. Yeah. You know. You just kind of like when you see it, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Cake is okay. I. I don't. I don't mind cake. I like cake. What else? Um, what else? What other slang has been like in the last five years? 
class five. Um, five see. ten. Um, uh, I feel like I was explaining one to my dad the other day, and I can't remember what it was. I know I was explaining one to my dad the other day, and can't remember it. Um, oh, Gucci. 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 Yeah. Like, are you good? Like, Gucci's like slang for good. Yeah. Gucci. Like, you Gucci? Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like slang dies once it makes it to Fallon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if Fallon is saying it and then it's no longer cool. Like, if you're actually a teenager, it's no longer cool to be saying Gucci. it if Fallon's saying it. Okay. <laughs> um, I say bueno a lot. Is that slang, though, or is that just what we say? Um, it's always hard to tell if it's just something that you have adopted in your vocabulary. Um, I'm, I, uh, I'm unsure. Yeah, it's, it's almost impossible to tell. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. I know, I know Aloha, it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, no one, no one. Speaking has... of Australian accents, I do say, oh, yeah, like, oh, all the yeah. time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I, it's like, when did I start doing that and why? It's not funny. It's not interesting. Like, no one likes it. I just keep doing it. Oh, just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, do the, I do the Randy Savage. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's only for people who are, like, I don't know, 25 to, like, and up, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Macho Man. Yeah. Gotta love Macho Man. Well, all right. So there's a couple things I want to hit here before before I forget. Okay. Um. So we do have an email address. Okay. Yeah. And I've actually given you permission. Yeah, I saw that. To open up this email address and look at the inbox. And uh, what we would like for you to do, if you are a listener, first of all, thanks for listening. We yeah. are still figuring this out. We appreciate it. Yeah, we're still figuring this out. I feel like a lot of these episodes are not going to be great <laughs> early on. Um, but they're going to get better. It's all about momentum. Yeah. They're going to get better and better. And, uh, like you may have noticed, we tried out an intro on this, on this one, and we don't necessarily love it, either one of us, but we felt that there needed to be an intro. So we're just testing some stuff out. Um, and, uh, so anyway, we've got this email address and we'd like for you to send us questions, uh, that you want answered advice, uh, that you need on various uh, of life's uh, uh, areas travails. of travails, travails. Thank you, thank you. I needed help there. And so the 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 podcast is, or I'm sorry, the podcast's email address is uh, soapypodcast at gmail dot com. Soapypodcast at gmail dot com. Exactly how it would be spelled: s s o a p y p o d c a s t. Soapy podcast. Um, now you may be saying, Drew, uh, it's called Soapbox, but I know, I know it was taken. Okay. It was taken. And so it's going to just be soapy podcast at Gmail. Well, I like, I like the fact it doesn't have numbers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought about it cause I really wanted it to be the soapbox podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And it's just, it's like super taken. It's like, I tried several variants of that and it was just not having it. So maybe one day we can buy it. Maybe, maybe, but for now, send your questions that you desperately need answered to soapypodcast at gmail.com. And if you are lucky, we will answer them right here live on the podcast. We'll give you advice. Um, You can take it or leave it. Uh, Each of us have made some pretty substantial mistakes in life, and we've learned from those mistakes some. 
Presumably. Some. Allegedly. We're not there. Sometimes you got to run into a few brick walls. Yeah. And then sometimes once you've hit that brick wall a few times, you can see someone else about to hit the brick wall and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I've done this. Let me help you. <laughs> this is going to hurt, buddy. Yeah. So anyway, for what it's worth, if you think it would be entertaining or if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on your problems, uh, go ahead and send that in to Soapy podcast at gmail.com what's that email address soapy podcast at gmail.com boom so let's see here i also want to name this podcast you want to name the podcast i mean like the episode oh oh gotcha so podcast one podcast two podcast three that's just not doing it for me i I feel like having like i I assume that we were gonna go to episodes the entire time yeah yeah uh, so like, I, I don't know. I just, I, we need a, we need a title at some point. Like if someone yeah. says something ridiculous or whatever, yeah. we need to figure out a title of this podcast. So mm-hmm. be thinking, be thinking as we go of the ti- of a title for the podcast. And then what we'll do is we'll just put a dash and then we'll put the number. Okay. Right. Yeah. So this is probably going to end up being two. <laughs> it's probably going to end up two. Okay. Cause I hate two so much. Okay. The Good audio point. was messed up and it's just, it's my bad. It's my bad. I carried on too long about something and it was just not a good – you know, it was a brick wall that we hit, I feel. It was a brick wall, and I, I say we. It was mo- mostly me. I'll take responsibility. And uh, the audio wasn't great as well, so that really just kind of puts the icing on the cake. If it was just not that great and the audio was awesome, I would really consider leaving it up. But it's just, both of those things, it was like, Argh. yeah, so. Adapt and overcome. <laughs> I'm leaving one out. I can't remember. Oh, man. All right, so do you have a story for us this week? Story. Um, story time, story time. I did have a story. All right, I'll go first. Okay. So I was, uh, working where I work. <laughs> yeah. And the worky place. Yeah. Working at the workplace and I am walking to the back because I'm going to go grab some more stuff to put on the shelves. And there's this lady, uh, standing in the middle of electronics, yeah. uh, just Looking sort of bewildered, mm-hmm. holding pants. <laughs> no part, nothing. You're just holding pants. Just holding a pair of pants. That sounds like something I would do. Except I am, um, I'm, I'm pretty annoying. I take the, you know, the clip, the annoying hanger. Oh yeah, for yeah, the yeah, pants. Yeah, yeah. I take that off immediately. Yeah. And I do try and put it on the on the rack on the person's desk who's in charge of all that oh, stuff. Oh, the, changing the room. fitting room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do try and leave it there. That way they don't have to, like, chase it down. All right, all right, um, all right. And I'll just, I'll just put a pair of pants over my shoulder and, like, go buy groceries. So you're, like, ten times better, ten times better than most people, mm-hmm. uh, which is about to be dramatically illustrated in this story. Okay. So the lady is standing in the middle of electronics. She's not even in, like, the electronics where most people are. She's, like, in the one aisle of CDs that we have. Mm-hmm. Which is hilarious that we even still have CDs. But we do. We have CDs and people buy them actually. Yeah. So she's standing in the C D aisle and she's just exist. and she it's true. And she's just looking sort of off into space with this bewildered look on her face and she's holding these pants in her hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking by and as I walk by, she takes and the only way I can describe it is just takes the pants and balls them up and just grenade tosses them. Three or four aisles down, like to, down towards the video games. Okay. Just grenade tosses them. Okay. This is a grown woman. Yeah, in electronics. A grown yeah. – she's probably in her, like, 40s. Was she aiming for a cart? I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. She literally, she literally balls it up and then just like. <laughs> she wrinkles her new pair of pants. No, 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 no. She didn't want them. Yeah. I think she didn't want them. Oh, okay. And she's like, get these away from me. <laughs> that is bad. That she's is like, really bad. I literally, I don't want these. I'm tired of holding them. I've decided I don't want them. Balls them up and just like. <laughs> grenade out and just bop. Yeah. Just yeet. Just chunks them. Yeah. And they go flying. And as, of course, they like parachute midair uh-huh. and land on top of an aisle. Okay. So now there are just pants laying on top of like a video like video game aisle. Oh wow. Okay. And she proceeds to pick up a CD and look at it like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. And like I as I'm walking by I kind of slow because I think maybe there's like a problem like yeah. what normal per- like no one do- who does that. And I kind of slow and she looks up at me, make up, makes eye contact with me and then just goes back to looking at her CD like nothing happened. She knows that I know what she did. And she's completely fine with it. Uh, she, she... <laughs> she's fine with it. She's like, what are you going to do? Like, what What are you – are you going to kick me out? The customer is always right. Like, uh, honestly, I wish that I would have asked – I wish that I would have been like, can I help you buy something? <laughs> just, to see, just to see what this psychopath had to say. Okay. Like, okay, I'm sorry. What has to happen in your life? To lead you up, like what series of decisions has to happen to where you are balling up pants and throwing them grenade style across a department store? I don't know. I've never worked in a department store, but I've had I've had uh, plenty of friends that have, and I'm pretty considerate. I will walk halfway across the store to put something back on the rack. And I realize that I'm I'm unusual oh, yeah. in that in that regard. I wouldn't even, even do that. Um, this one time I saw this guy. He was in like in a suit. Yeah. Same thing. I was walking by an aisle, and I happened to be walking by an aisle, just as he was taking you know the baskets that you can hold in your hand. Yeah. Just as he was taking a basket, absolutely full of all kinds of stuff. It was like he had gone all over the store on a scavenger hunt and found all this stuff. He was taking this basket and he was just dumping it in the middle of the aisle. Now that is very strange. And he saw me see him. He just turns it over and it's like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saw me see him and he just took his basket and he just walked back towards electronics. Again, like nothing happened. That is that is truly strange. People are so weird, man. That's what has to happen in your life to where That sounds like revenge. You're dumping like a child. Like, I don't want this anymore. Like me with my Legos when I was five. Yes! Like yeah. when it's time to play with Legos and you just dump them out on the floor. That's what he did. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. He had food in there. He had cans of stuff. He had, like, a DVD in there. Like, he had, like, I think probably some socks. I don't know what. Like, he, I'm telling you, it was like a scavenger hunt all over the store that he had found all this stuff and then just decided, screw it. I don't want any of this. Yeah. And rather than just put his basket down like a normal person and grab a new basket – and yeah. be like, they'll put it back, which is still kind of crappy. Yeah. But like, even but instead of doing that, he's like, no, 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 no. This basket is the one I have chosen. <laughs> <laughs> this is my basket. There are many like okay. it, but this one is mine. <laughs> and he decides to dump. And he was in the, like, okay, I forgot to tell you the most important part. He was in the toy section. Oh. Yeah, 
he's in a suit. He's like in his mid-30s. And the toy section just dumps this thing upside down. <sighs> anyway. It's always funny to see um, grown men like that. Like they're, they're, they're clearly in a suit or something like that. They just got off work. Or, yeah. Um, and they're in the toy section. And they're distraught. You yes, know, yes, like yes. right, like right after Thanksgiving, yep. like over the holidays, or maybe even at the beginning of the year, they are looking for some specific toy that they have no idea what it does. Oh yeah, they just have a name. Yep, and they were sent there to get that toy. Yep, oh, man. absolutely. They're like, and you like, he like runs his fingers through his hair, and he's like, what? he doesn't even know how to say the name <laughs> to ask someone for it. Dude, <laughs> the worst is when they have a screenshot on their phone. Yeah, <laughs> because here's the problem. If they have a screenshot on their phone, they'll like walk up to me and they'll like in a worried state and they'll be like, please help me. Yeah. I don't I'm supposed to get this. And I'll be like, cool, 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 cool. No problem. No problem. And I'll try to scroll mm -hmm. to go down to the product number so I can plug in the product oh, number. Yeah. And when I go to scroll, it just wipes. It, it just gets oh, rid of yeah. the screenshot. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I need that number. Yeah. And he's just like, this is what I have. <laughs> 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 this is this is what we're working with. <laughs> That's great. Oh man. Uh, uh you got a story for us? Um I yeah, I'll keep it short. Um so I I've been to Africa before, you know this. Um wow, yep. uh, your over the shoulder thing made me think of this. So <laughs> I am I am in Africa and I am walking along with my cousins. I don't speak Portuguese. I was in I was in Angola and they speak Portuguese there. Um for the part that i was in and um i'm walking i've got it's i think i've got two cousins with me and uh one one cousin's roommate and i am drinking a coca-cola out of a glass bottle because coca-cola is everywhere and it rules the world nice you know and uh and it and it is in a little yeah it is in a glass bottle um and it tastes so so good all right and because it, it's, it's hot, you know, it's like, it's like real sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Pure cane sugar. <laughs> um, and so I'm drinking and walking along and I'm like, oh, man, I need to throw this away. Yeah. OK. So what do you do when you throw something away here? You look for a trash can. You look for a trash can. If you're not an animal anyway. Yeah. No, one of my one of my biggest complaints about living here. Is that whenever I have something in my hand, and I hate having things in my hand that I don't want in yep. my hand. Yep. Um, Can't confirm. I uh, I look around for a trash can, and I, I will honestly stop. I will cross the street to put something in a trash can. You know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not crazy about like, don't litter. But right. like, as as you, you know, look, you look for a trash can. You know, it's just, it's just Try. like, it's my, it's my city. It's where I live. Why would I throw trash on the street? It's like being in your house and just like. Oh, you know, or or honestly, being in your yard and being like, I'm done with this, and like, cr uh, like throwing a can of soda out, out in the yard, you know, yeah. it's just dumb. So uh, I'm looking around for a trash can, and uh, I'm in Africa, and there are no trash cans around. <laughs> okay, um, I'm I'm actually like on the outskirts of a city, you know. Um, so what would be the suburbs doesn't exactly work that way, um, and so. Um, I turn to my cousin, and in my worst broken Portuguese that I have since forgotten, I ask him where where can I find a trash can, you know, and he's like he's like what I was like I need to throw this away. He takes it out of my hand, 
and just chucks it over his shoulder. Grenade tosses. You know, he didn't look like there are people walking everywhere. He could have hit someone in the head. No worries. No worries at all. It's trash. You're done with it. Throw it over the shoulder. And I'm like, I'm just like appalled <laughs> because of uh, my American sensibilities. <laughs> um, but then when you start to look around, like people are just burning trash. Oh, yeah. They're just like scooping it around, burning it. And, like it doesn't matter, like plastic, glass, paper. The only third world country I've ever been to, you land, you get off the plane and you just inhale deeply expecting like this amazing tropical. Yeah. Like, nah, son, it's burning plastic. The whole country smells like burning plastic and like human waste. That's what it. Well, what's what's crazy about um, what's crazy about Luanda is if you go into Luanda proper, it looks like Europe. Yeah. You know, it's beautiful. I've it's, seen pictures. It's right there on the coast. Yeah. Nice hotels, nice beaches. Monuments everywhere. You know, Super uh, nice. it looks great. Uh, and you go outside of it a little bit, and then you still have – you have houses, but um, people build their houses in compounds. Right. You know, there's always a wall. Right. Around it. I kind of like that. It's, and then you go – yeah. <laughs> it is, it's it's nice in, in some regards, yeah. you know. Um, and then you go out a little bit further where the suburbs really would be. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen, like, favelas in Brazil, but that's that's kind of what it looks like. Think of uh, think of any any movie that took place in Brazil where there's, like, that cliffside, and it's, like, it's green all around, but there are, like, there are just, like, houses on top of houses on yeah, top yeah, of yeah. houses. That's kind of what it looks like. You know, um, in these areas, all nothing's paved out there. It's dirt roads. Even like Assassin's like, Creed style, run on top of the houses. Um, not not exactly, but pretty close. Yeah. If I could make impossible jumps, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's there's like a market area, and that's where people go to like buy everything they need from like cell phones to um, meat, fish, whatever, whatever you need, wire, light bulbs. And trash just gets thrown. And uh, trash, trash gets thrown. I mean, there is there is some su- there is some semblance of organization to it. Well, don't they like sweep it up once a once a week or something? Yeah, like they uh, have like these big push so, like, rooms or something. Nobody, nobody that actually like like on a on the dirt road. No one throws away their trash like right there. They will throw it on the side of the dirt road. Yeah, you know, so it piles and, up and on the side. So it piles up in places, and somebody comes along and like does push it, and like they're the, they're the people that burn it. Uh, you know, um, I don't know if they get paid to do that or they just do that. I assume they get paid to do that, but that, I mean, it's weird to me. Um, but <laughs> I uh, mean, we have trash man. I guess that's the same concept. Well, I mean, if you really really think about it, um, because I did ponder this for a while because. I don't speak Portuguese, so I had a lot of time to spend inside my skull. <laughs> um, uh, garbage men here make good money; like they make great money. The garbage industry here, oh, waste management is like is, one of the... is one of the most lucrative oh, yeah. industries. Oh yeah, in first world countries, there's there's a reason the mob got into waste management. Yeah, and it's not and, just to dispose of bodies; it's it's extremely lucrative. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're thinking about that. That country saves tons and tons of money by just letting people throw their trash on the side of the road and 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 paying a couple guys to come burn it. That's crazy, man. You know? And once you once you get into that mentality, it would be really hard to break yourself of that. Oh yeah. And I mean, once you once you go into the city proper, 
uh, you will absolutely get fined, you know, for doing that because they like they really do make a point of keeping the city clean. You know, that's where that's where all the bankers and all the businessmen, um, tons of Chinese people come through there uh, to help with the um, the Chinese people have the infrastructure contract for the country. So I think it's something like two or three percent of the population right now is Chinese because they are building the roads there and a lot Man. of the bridges. Um, which could be questionable in some in some circumstances, you know. Um, so, but it is it is uh, it is really interesting to think how you get you get stuck in this mindset of how our country works, you know. And especially if you're if you're like a Team America kind of guy, you will you'll be like, oh man, this is the way it's this is the way it's run, and you can run it a little differently. That's okay. But generally speaking, this is the model that you want to follow, you know. Some deviations here or there. That's okay. But then you like go to some place like that where it is very much you're in the first world and then all of a sudden you're in the third world. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And there's there's like China's that way too. Like my, my parents would describe like yeah. a mansion being right next to a shack and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just like the disparity is is way, way where like yeah. when people talk about the income disparity in America and wanting to fix it, that's definitely a an issue and it's definitely something that we all want to work on, but if you go anywhere else in the world, you'll immediately realize that there are very, very rich and very, very poor and not very many people in between. Yeah. And that America is lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people in between. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty cool. And we definitely want to continue that trend and we want to make it better. But, uh, you know, it's 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 important to be thankful for what we do have. Oh, yeah. So. Showers and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> All right. So on that note. We're going to – actually, we need to kind of bebop through this because we need to wrap it up. But lastly and most importantly, we're going to do this uh, New York Times quiz. Oh, oh, it's quiz time. It's quiz time. Uh, it's quiz time. This is like my favorite part right here, and it's his least favorite part, which is how most of the things in, in, in this house work. It's not that it's – my least favorite part. I just don't like it very much. <laughs> oh, man. So I've only looked at the first question, and I can already tell you I have absolutely no idea. So, And, um, you, and you've been following this story, so you've got a good shot at at least getting one on me. Huh. So it's like, you, let me know when you're, you let me know when you're there. Pull it up, pull it up. Let's see this. All right, there we go. All right, you there? Yeah. Um, All yeah. right. Okay. The government of Sri Lanka okay. blamed an Islamic extremist group for a series of coordinated bombings across the country on Easter Sunday that killed at least 250 people. What is the name of the Islamic extremist group? And I got to tell you, I have absolutely no idea. So the, the choices are um, Al- Aksa Martyrs Brigade, uh, Hakani Network, Lakshir Tabia, I can't even do it. Lakshkar Taba, Taba, and then the national, and then the national, Thohith Jamaath. Okay. Um. So I'm just gonna pick one, and I was wrong. I was wrong as well. What? You've been following this story. I have been loosely following the story. Un 
believable. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know the sect. And as you know, when it's very foreign, when it, when the word is very very foreign, it just not stick in my head very well. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Uh, so the answer was the National Thohith Jamaath. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Sri Lankan officials said on Monday that the coordinated bombings of churches and hotels have been carried out by the National Thohith Jamaath with help of international mili- milit- militants. I always want to say militias when I see yeah. that word. The Islamic State later claimed responsibility for the attacks. Uh, Zaharan Hashim the radical Muslim preacher accused of masterminding the attacks started the national Thohith Jamal in 2014. The group drew from an austere Wahhabi tradition that claims to follow the faith practiced at the age of its founder, the prophet <coughs> Muhammad. So initially those bombings, by the way, were said to uh, have killed 350 people and they've since put, bumped it down to 250. Yeah. Just think it's interesting. All right. Question number two. We are in, this is a quote, uh, we are in the battle for the soul of this nation. I believe history will look back on four years of this president and all he embraces as an apparent moment in time. But if we give Donald Trump eight years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally alter the character of this nation, who we are, and I can't stand by and let, and watch that happen. So that was a quote. Okay. Um, oh, boy. And I got to tell you, I read this quote and i've literally saw this quote in several articles and i can't remember who it is i can already tell you i can't remember who it is i can tell you like probably you know a couple people but mm-hmm. so the, the options are joe biden camilla harris bernie sanders or elizabeth warren i got it right i got it right as well hey it's joe biden okay. i thought that it was but i was like not 100 percent sure i wasn't either so we've already talked about Joe Biden ad nauseum, so I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to uh, read that blurb. All right, question number three. Global leaders are in Beijing this week for a conference on President Xi Jinping's prized global infrastructure program, which is now in its sixth year. The project, which is designed to put China at the center of global trade and enhance geopolitical ambitions, is called the Blank and Road Initiative. Blank and Road Initiative. So this is Xi Jinping, the president of China, president slash dictator, by the way. Uh, the options are belt, port, rail, or river. So the Blank and Road Initiative, the Belt and Road Initiative, the Port and Road Initiative, Rail and Road Initiative, or the River and Road uh, Initiative. Man, oh wow! I got it wrong. Okay, I did too. Man, I said rail and it was belt. I thought it was port. That's oh, uh, not a bad guess. All right, so the blurb is this: uh, the conference on the Belt and Road Initiative comes as China has retooled the project in the face of criticism about overpriced and superfluous projects. As a result, China is promising corruption-free, environment, environmentally conscious ventures and seeking advice and collaboration from major multinational banks, multinational banks in other countries such as Japan. China promising anything that is uh, corruption-free and environmentally conscious is laughable. I'm sorry. That was a bit harsh. If you don't know anything about China and their infrastructure, it has nothing to do with being environmentally conscious or corruption-free, but whatever. All righty, next question. They make overtones. <laughs> Over, overtures. <laughs> overtones. Overtures. Uh, and, um... 
<laughs> Long music word there, bud. Uh, yeah, yep, uh, whatever. All right, here we go. Uh, question four. The U.S. announced that it was ending a program in an effort to encourage five countries to stop buying oil from which country? This doesn't say what program we're ending or whatever, but the U.S. announced it was ending a program uh, to encourage five countries to stop buying oil from which country? Uh, the uh, choices are Iran, Russia, Saudi Arabia, or Venezuela. I happen to know this one. Be interested if you do. I don't. You don't? I don't. All right. Let us do. I'll give you a hint if you want. It has to relate. It relates on one of the things we've talked about um, in past podcasts. Yeah. If you're interested in the hint. Mm. Hmm. Oh, good. Right. Yep. It's Iran. It is Iran. Um, we're what really. Pro- what program are we ending? I don't know. Let's find out. Here's the blurb. In tightening sanctions on Tehran, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo attended, uh, announced, man, announced on Monday that the current waivers to China, India, Japan, South Korea, and Turkey would expire May 2nd. I guess the waivers indicate that they, like, it's a waiver where they can buy it from Iran without being sanctioned by, uh, by us. Okay. I think. I'm not sure. The clampdown clears the way for penalties against the companies and financial institutions that take part in transactions linked to buying Iranian oil, but it complicates Washington's efforts to secure a trade deal with Beijing. I would think I would think China would supply a lot of its own oil and buy the rest of it from Russia. I don't know why they're buying Iranian oil, but I guess everybody buys some oil from all over the place for whatever reason. Well, I think that um, isn't China's oil kind of hard to get to because it's uh, in the mountainside. I could not even begin to tell you. I have absolutely no idea. I know Russia supplies a majority of the oil to that side of the world. So Yeah. But anyway, we need a boogie here. Let's see here. Uh, five out of 11. Here we go. What job did, oh, goodness gracious, Vladimir Zelensky have before he won a landslide victory in Ukraine's presidential election? He kind of looks like Jeremy Renner. This is absolutely something that I know. Absolutely. I almost gave it away. Um, so the choices are accountant, comedian, farmer, or plumber. Um, I have no idea. Oh yeah, what would Jeremy? Is... What would Jeremy Renner do? What would Jeremy Renner do? Uh, what would Hawkeye do? Hawkeye would be a farmer, for sure. You know, so uh, that's what I'm gonna go with. And I was wrong. He was yep. a comedian. He played. Okay, okay. Watch this. Was he an actor? No, no, no. Listen to this. Listen to this. Mr. Zelensky is best known for the hit TV series Servant of the People, in which he plays a teacher who improbably becomes the president. That is awesome. He won more than 73% of last Sunday's vote, compared with just 24.5% of Petro Poroshenko, the incumbent president. He beat an incumbent. Poroshenko. Voter, I kind of nailed that. Yeah. Uh, voters appeared to send a signal that they were more concerned with the internal menaces of corruption and poverty than with five years of war and Russian proxies in eastern Ukraine. Dude. Here's the greatest part of this. The television series is done filming, but it hasn't all been released yet. So he's going to get sworn in before the television series is done airing. So you're going to be able to watch him fake play the president while he is actually the president. That's pretty cool. I mean. That's pretty cool. The world is upside down right now. It's a weird place. It's upside down. I mean, what a time to be alive, buddy. Honestly. What a time to be alive. Woo! 
the history books aren't even going to know what to do with this. Uh, they're just going to be like, all right, so the teens were the messed 20, up. The 20 teens. I can see it now. The 20 teens were just messed up. And here's the result that actually, like, here's what, here's all the damage they caused. <laughs> and here's a couple good things. Oh, man. All right, six, six, question six. An outbreak of which U.S. Uh, wait a minute. An outbreak in the U.S. of which disease has led to the highest number of cases since it was declared eliminated in the country in 2000? Um, it's just like. I feel like this is the second time this has been. Yeah, on I know. It was. I was on here last week. I think. Did you get it? Yeah, it's yeah, measles. measles. Yeah, yeah, measles. If you don't know about the measles outbreak in New York, yeah, I mean, come on, even I know about it. Yeah, seriously. All righty. Next question. Herman Cain, uh, who I saw in person, by the way. He was so boring. I saw his bus. Yeah? Yeah, that was it. Herman Cain, pictured above, withdrew his name from consideration for a nomination to which federal agency? Which federal agency? Man. I think I know. Yes, I do. Oh, I got it right. You got it right? Yeah. Nice. So it's the uh, – oh, wait, we should probably read them. Yeah. Uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission, Federal Emergency Management Agency, Federal Reserve Board, or Securities and Exchange Commission. And you either know this or you don't. I mean, I, I'm amazed that you got it right. Um, it's the Federal Reserve Board. So – <laughs> I remember something to do with money. Dude, like, the best part about this is uh, one of the uh, uh, late night guys was was talking about this when it happened. And, you know, because Herman Cain is famously the uh, CEO, or I guess he was the CEO of Godfather Pizza, mm-hmm. which we don't have in this area, but it's a big deal. It's a big chain around the country. Yeah. So <laughs> Herman Cain was a, that's like his big thing, right? That's his yeah. big, like, this is why he's the, uh, hailed as this business genius or whatever. Mm hmm. And so he he withdrew his name because of um, let's see here I guess sexual harassment and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, he withdrew. What is with these power guys? Just I don't like, know, man. I don't know. Hey, hey girl, grab. Like why? Is why? That, like what why? are you doing? Why is that? What are you doing? Um. Anyway, so he withdrew his name. Um. And the late night joke was uh, that uh, like Herman Cain today, uh, withdrew his name from the uh. Federal Reserve Board uh, nomination. Uh, President Trump is now seeking to nominate the CEO of Pizza Hut or something like that. Oh, that's, it, that's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a good one. I kind of butchered the delivery, but you, you, you get it. Yeah, you I got it. it. I got it. All right. Question number eight. Back in my day, that would have been perfectly acceptable. <laughs> what? That's uh, that's what uh, Papa John said. Are you serious? Yeah. That 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 was that was part of what was uh, overheard. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so I always liked him too. He I didn't mean, seem like the kind of guy to do that. You know. Um, well, all right. So it was it was certainly pulled out of context. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's like a bad person. Yeah. He should just be smarter. He should have just been smarter. Like I I know what he was getting <sighs> at, but like that doesn't make it okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it's just yucky. It's it it's one of those things that. You know, if you said that in the privacy of your own home with your own friends who know you and like it still wouldn't be a wise choice, but it's like it's like a bad like 
it's like a bad Jew joke, you know? Like, yeah. Like, like, and, really like, your easy. friends will probably call you on it, and yeah. you'll probably end up being like, ah, oh, you're right. Like, yeah. my bad. Uh, but when you say something like that, and you're the CEO, and it's – what was it, like, in a board meeting? It was in a board meeting. That's Bro. That's the thing. And he was he was being, like, he was being recorded. It, he It's not like he didn't know. Yeah, you know? that's just stupid. He, he that's was, just full on stupid. He was like, on, I think he, I think he was on, on a conference like call that. or something. Yeah, you like can't that. say stuff like that. You can't say anything even remotely like that. Yeah. in 2019, it's just it was right or not. Like it's, it's not it's even about move. whether it's right. It's like it's just stupid. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, moving on, moving on. Question eight: Which country announced this week that it plans to welcome President Trump for a state visit in June? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, the one that I thought that it was is not listed, so that's that's a bummer. Uh, the the, uh, the options are Australia, Britain, Canada, or France. Oh, you know what? I think I know it. Yes. Ah, uh, I got it wrong. <laughs> I, a late night, late night saved me on this one. Late night saved yeah. me on this one. Uh, it's Britain, and it, it saved me because um, uh, Fallon was joking about Queen Elizabeth has invited every single u.s president yeah at some point during the presidency to come yeah. and like he was joking about this is the invitation yeah and the invitation was like um you don't really have to come but like you can come i guess if you want like yeah. i'm pretty old i'm not really that interesting yeah. like, <laughs> like basically she had to invite him but she didn't want to invite him was the implication yeah which is it's, which is hilarious i mean it's probably true I, don't, I feel like she probably doesn't want to see anybody. That That's my sentiments on the matter. Yeah. You know? She's done, man. She's tired of it, probably. Can you imagine? She's like 90-some-odd years old. Just how many like people she's met? She's Dude. sick of it, man. I mean, I can't imagine being alive that long and all of the changes. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, seen. you've been at the forefront of all that, too. Yeah. You've seen all those changes up close and personal. She's been required to met, know about yeah. all of them. Met yeah. all those people that were doing everything. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's a lot of life. Yeah, it's a lot of life in one person. Alrighty, question nine. An heiress has criticized the company founded by her great uncle over its pay practices, including a $65 million in compensation that was given to its chief executive last year. Name the company. I saw this. I saw a blurb for it. Yeah, I uh, saw this, but I didn't read it. But there was no picture. Yeah, I didn't care. It. I didn't care about it. Mm. I feel like it's this one. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. Let's go with that one. Oh! It's Abigail Disney. Mm. Abigail Disney. Oh, we didn't read the <laughs> – whoops. We didn't read the <laughs> things. Sorry, folks at home. Uh, Abigail Disney criticized the, quote, naked indecency of the Walt Disney Company's pay practices this week and called for the company to reward all your workers fairly. I mean, they certainly got the scratch. Uh, they have – they're killing it right now. Yeah, well, also, I would not uh, – I don't really take her word for whether or not they're paying people well because I don't see Abigail Disney as being someone very in touch with reality. Like, can you imagine the amount of money she probably has? Yeah. I'd rather talk to somebody. Who, I'd rather talk to somebody who works at Disney. <laughs> Be like, hey man, you, you happy with your pay package? Because <laughs> who knows? Like maybe she wants to give everybody a hundred thousand dollars. Like she doesn't know. <laughs> you ever seen a Hollywood actor? Uh, they're like policies like their economic policies <coughs> the dumbest things in the world because they don't they're not in touch with like actual reality like, yeah i don't pay attention to those yeah well there's a reason you don't because they're stupid anyway all righty samsung 
is our next question. Samsung postponed the release of its newest smartphone after reports the device was malfunctioning. The new phone is notable for which feature? Oh, I big time know this. Bada bing. Ooh. Did you get it right? No. But I like it. All right, I so the questions, keyboard. the questions are, I mean, the answers are 6G connectivity, a folding screen, having no physical buttons, or a retina scanner. Which, by the way, some phones actually do have retina scanners now. I found that out on Robin the other day. Uh, the answer, of course, is a folding screen. Uh, I saw this reviewed on um, Unbox Therapy with yeah. Lou. And uh, it looked pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It looked pretty stinking cool. I'm looking at a picture right now, and uh looks pretty nifty. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Um, so, yeah, apparently there's issues, though. So it says here, uh, the Galaxy Fold, a premium phone priced at nearly $2,000, was supposed to be released this week. But Samsung said on Monday that the new rollout date would be announced in the coming weeks after several <laughs> tech critics reported their devices were malfunctioning. I mean, it's two thousand dollars, but it's it's like a borderline a tablet. Mm -hmm. It's borderline a tablet and a phone. So, what you thinking, like uh, iPad Mini? Size? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. When it's like unfolded. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And That's then pretty nifty. Yeah, and when you fold it, there is actually a screen. There's a third screen, so to speak, or a second screen, whatever you want to call it, on the outside. Okay. So you can actually use it like a regular phone, but then if you want to unfold it and like watch it. TV show or type of paper. That's can, ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. All righty. Last question. James, uh, I don't know how to say his name. Holtzauer? Holtzauer. That's Holtzauer. How, that's what I would go with. A professional sports gambler became the only <coughs> – uh, I'm sorry. Became, uh, became the only the second player in history of which game show to win more than a million dollars? Do you know this? I know this. So only the second player in history of which game show <coughs> to win more than a million dollars. And the uh, – Your choices are? Jeopardy, The Price is Right, Wheel of Fortune, or Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Is that still a thing? What? Who, Who wants, wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> That's what I think of every time. Yeah. All right. Did you get it? I did. Jeopardy. It's Jeopardy. It's Jeopardy. Dude, he has the most, like, menacing smile of all time. Have you seen him, like, try to show his teeth when he smiles? Mm -mm. He just looks like he's in pain. It's like a flash of teeth. Oh, yeah. It looks it's like he's like, in... Ugh. Yeah, it's like a grimace. All right, so how many did you get? I got five out of 11. I got eight again. Just like last week. <coughs> I told you I was going to have a coughing attack. <laughs> you were doing so well, too. I told you. You were doing so I well. I cough all day. And then I was like, it's going to oh, happen. Man. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's about it, folks. We're coming to the end here. Um, let me open up my notes, make sure I didn't forget anything. Uh, let's see here. What's the email address for the podcast? Soapypodcast at gmail.com. You are correct. Soapypodcast at gmail.com. Send us your questions. Send us your advice that you need. Request. Requests. And we'll do our best. 
that's it for podcast number two and a half. <laughs> two point five, I like it. Two two and a half. Um, what should we call it? Mm. What should we call it? What all we talk about today? Talked about. We talked about cats. Biden entering the race, killing cats. Um. Call it Biden kills a cat. Biden kills a cat. <laughs> just like I just want to go straight clickbait. Like <laughs> you're like what? And, like open it up and listen to the entire podcast. Uh, what what we uh, what else we we talk about? We had story time about uh, grenade tosses, killing cats, Joe Biden, and story time. <laughs> like killing it, you know? Because we talked about slang a little bit too. It's true. It's true. Well, when you're clicking on this podcast, you'll know what we decided on because it'll be what you're clicking on. Yep. So congrats on that. Other than that, that's it for us this week. Uh, we'll see you next week on Tuesday. And uh, probably didn't have two podcasts this week. I'm probably going to get rid of that other one. So two podcasts going forward. A little bit more format, a little bit more structure. I think we're I think we're really coming along. This is definitely the best one yet. Definitely. Actually, I like the I like the second practice one the best though. The second practice one was pretty great. Yeah, we went we went a little bit nuts. It was what four hours long. I think it was only two. It was a long. It was, it was very time. long. It was very long. The very uh, first one was four. It was like three. Oh, the first three one, and a half. We went on forever. Yeah. So yeah. that was intense. That first one was in. T- I still have the audio, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So. Uh see you next Tuesday. Uh, Aloha. Stay soapy. Stay soapy.